Hey trail runners, welcome to episode 6 of the Trail Runners Experience. I'm your host, Coach Daniel Ferugia. On today's episode, I will be talking to Adelaide-based runner Gary Denham about his transformation into passionate park runner, trail runner and ultra runner. Okay, so headphones on, lace up your shoes and let's go running. Okay, good morning. So here we are with uh, Gary Denham. Uh, how are you, Gary? I'm fine, thanks, Daniel. Uh, yeah. Very good, thanks. Yeah, good. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming and having a chat with me. I really appreciate it. And I you know, I always appreciate people giving up their time to come and just talk about running. But it's pretty easy to talk about running, right? Oh, very easy, yeah. <laughs> running is one, um, one of my favorite subjects at the moment. Yeah, excellent. So, um, yeah, so I, um, I asked you to come on because I, I, you're very actively involved in in running in South Australia, you're involved with the Trail Running SA events, you're uh, heavily involved with Park Run I know, and you've got um, a few ultras under your belt now as well. And so uh, tell me a little bit about your, um, your, your running journey, how you came to where you are now. Well it's quite interesting uh, really Dan, so a few years ago I wasn't a runner, in fact uh, I couldn't actually uh, run a bath. Um, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I came into running through photography. Um, I, I did a, a, um, a, I was a parkrun volunteer for 12 months before I actually ran my first parkrun. Wow. So um, yeah, um, it's. Uh, I was asked to volunteer by a friend for this strange new thing called parkrun about four, four or five years ago, and um, I, I went there one time, volunteered as a photographer. Really enjoyed it. I liked the people and. Um, continue to go each week just taking pictures but I was never a runner at that particular time I uh, I was a little bit more um, rotund than I am now I was, a bit uh, rotund a bit more rotund a yes. little bit more padding a little more padding yeah I was I think I was in the in the mid uh, the mid to 80 90 kilos oh wow uh, as opposed to my sort of 60 63 64 that I have at the moment that's but, hard uh, to imagine that's amazing Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it, it, I, I love photography. Each week, all, all each week, the runners say, "Now tell me, Gary, are you going to run next week?" And I said, "Oh, yes, I might run next week, but the week after that, I'd become a photographer." Uh, uh, and it just went on like that. But uh, one of my uh, good friends who lives in the States asked me if I'd um, be prepared to trek up to Everest and uh, the Everest Base Camp. Really. That's amazing. Prior to our 50th birthday, which was at the time was um, was coming up in 12 months, so I thought, geez, if I'm going to go to Everest Base Camp, I need to somehow get myself a little bit fitter than I am now. Yeah, because what's the elevation of the base camp there? Um, is it, oh, I don't know, is it so, 10,000 10, meters or 8,000? Uh, that's the summit, 8,000 yeah, yeah. meters. Yes, yeah, so I think it might be 8,000 to, to base camp. Really? So, yeah, well, it's, to, it's, that's, it's, I, oh, okay. So the air is quite thin up there, and so. Oh yes, uh, once once uh, once you trek up from uh, you fly from Kathmandu to Luka. Once you trek to Luka on your way to base camp, you notice different areas. Yeah. You notice when the uh, you know you notice when the uh, when the trees disappear and there's just um, grass uh, grass around. Yeah. And then the higher you go, then even the grass and the green disappears, and it becomes all it's like a Mars lunar surface. That's amazing. So tell me, how did you get to a point where you could actually do that? Um, I, I, I basically um, took the plunge and actually started actually park running, but I didn't I didn't want to embarrass myself at park running. Park, 
even though parkrunning is so inclusive, it is. I, I, I started um, uh, on an evening, I, I started uh, walking three or four kilometers on the evening, and then I'd walk five kilometers, then I'd run the first kilometer, walk the next kilometer, run, and uh, I, I, I did that for about um, two months before I committed to actually running and not embarrassing myself at parkrun. Yeah, and um, it's funny that perception that people have about embarrassing themselves and running. It's the most natural thing that humans, or one of the most natural things that humans can do, yet we have this, there's a bit of ego around it. I mean, there's a lot of ego around it. I guess that is also very human. People get good at something, they get a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, but, and so it's very easy to feel embarrassed unnecessarily, I oh, think. Oh, absolutely. Parkrun is so inclusive. In fact, they encourage people to walk parkrun. And the crazy thing is, I knew that, but myself, when I started at parkrun, I, I just wanted to... You obviously try and do your best. So yeah, um, I, I wanted to get better and um, I, I you know, started daily run, well, daily walking, became sort of two days a week, became yeah. five days a week. Then, yeah, then my parkrun time, I think my first parkrun was a run walk, which was 45 minutes. And yeah. then that became sort of like 34 minutes, 32 minutes. And then, then I broke the magical 30 minute mark, which was I thought, wow, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna beat 30 minutes. And then 29 minutes came, then 28 minutes. And then it wasn't long before I hit the sort of 25 minute mark. Yeah, which was, uh, which it's such a great feeling, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And yes. along the way was, Obviously, the weight must have been falling off. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And you find when you're you're running 5k. I started running, trying to run 5k a day, and um, I, I'd noticed I'd be more hungrier. Yet I, the weight was still dropping off. Yeah. And you know, it would annoy the hell out of my wife because I'd eat double the size portions that she would. Yet I'm I'm I'm, I'm dropping you know one kilo a week. So that's one of the great things about running is you can um, have a little bit of guilt-free eating. You know? oh, absolutely, and yeah. the more, the more oh, running you do, the more you can, the more you can eat, basically. Yeah, no, oh, that's so cool. My um, if I share my own little story, like my mother, who is in her mid sixties, has been, she's been quite overweight for some time. Um, to putting her out there, she's one of she's the most inspirational woman I've ever met, and it's. And my, my mum and my stepdad, they've both been carrying a bit of weight around for a while. You know, they're retirees. And so um, they finally made the decision that for health reasons, they need to lose the weight. And so they went on a diet and um, they, over the last, over, oh, I don't even know how long, maybe less than six months, they both dropped 20 kilos. And, wow. and my mum couldn't walk. She, she would walk 200 metres up the street and need to sit down. Because wow. her back was sore, her hips were sore, yes. and and now she started going to parkrun over on the east coast there, and um, she and she's at a point. I think she did one. She can do it in under 50 minutes, wow. and so she's every week she's getting that satisfaction yeah. of going a little bit faster and yes. just enjoying it, and and um, yeah, it makes me so proud. Like, oh. and my st my stepdad, he recently he broke 40 minutes the other the other week and he um you know he had quite the hell quite the wrote the round buddha belly yes you know so yes. he's um he so you know they're both just kicking ass like oh, and and, it's, and the part and they love that you know every time they finish parkrun they they get a cheer from everyone and yes it's and, and so it's, inclusive yeah it is it is an amazing thing i really i'm only up to i think 21 parkruns which is quite pathetic because um of various reasons. I do love parkrun. I need to get out more myself. But in, to be honest with you, I find 5K 
probably the most painful distance to run because <laughs> it's uh you're right up there and redlining when you really start to push yes you know you're redlining the whole way oh man it kills me how many runs have you got under your belt i'm on now um, 76 runs at parkrun but i'm i'm also um, i'm also in i've got a 122 volunteer slots taken Wow. So uh, I've, uh, after um, after I was started as photographer and I, I, and I started running, um, I became a, a run director as well at Mount Barker. So I try and um, I, I, I try right. and help out there as well as, as RD. Yeah. So that's your. Does that mean? How does it work? Does that mean that's your park run? No, no. There's there's, there's there's different sort of, there's different levels at park run. There's uh, the run directors, the people who are in charge on the day. Yeah. And the event directors are the people who set up the park run. Ah, right. So you have event directors, run directors, and there's um, event ambassadors, uh, EAs, as well, who, who go around and uh, help set up new park runs. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think park run has done so much for health and well-being of, like, the global community, you know? Oh, absolutely. It, it's just, um, it's great. Every time I go, I always go, I need to come out more. But because it's just, you know, it is inclusive. You've got people walking, um, you've, got, you've got people jogging with prams, got their dogs out, there's high fives going on everywhere, you know. And it really, embod for me, it embodies um, the best of, of humans. Yes, oh, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, for me, it's very much the, the social side of things. Yeah. I've met so many good friends through Parkrun. And as you're perfectly right, it's so inclusive. Uh, everybody at Parkrun, everybody's a winner. Yeah. Everyone comes out with a good feeling, whether you volunteer, whether you run, whether you're doing a recovery run, or whether you're, I mean, I've seen some amazing athletes at Parkrun. People running running 5K in 15 minutes 20, 15 minutes 40, at amazing speeds. And, and they get yeah. cheered just as well as the first, per time, first time person coming through at, at 59 one hour you know it, it doesn't matter you, you get out there you're doing 5k on a Saturday morning and what, what a better way to spend a Saturday morning than walking running five kilometers and it's free it's it's free yeah, um, so and, and there's there's park runs all over the country there's about there's 27 currently in in SA and there's there's a new launch next week and there's the two more on the on the cards for this month as well it's a, yeah it's great I am um, yeah Good on you. That's so good. So, you would you say it's been a really big, still a big part of your life? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm parkrun through and through. I mean, but yeah. and parkrun has kickstarted me into um, after I'd done a, a year of running. I thought, oh, I can I, perhaps I can run sort of 10k. So I started trying out 10k runs locally, yeah. and then I thought, well, if I can run 10k, perhaps I can run a half marathon. So then I started entering half marathons. And then after half marathons, um, I I got into um, trail running. Yeah. So and trail running because uh, there's so many good companies in uh, South in Australia or South Australia in Adelaide for trail running. It got me into ultras. So it's it, it's kickstarted me and a lot of people I know. Parker has kickstarted into other um, bigger events or it's, other. It's a, a gateway drug. A gateway drug, if you will. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a gateway. Great. It's a gateway for everyone to <laughs> to enter enter yeah. enter big bigger sort of like tougher yeah. events yeah. And, and enjoy them. You know. Exactly. No, I, I um, yeah, well done. So, so now talk a bit more about, okay, so your transition from, okay, so you've, you know, you, you went from, you transitioned from photographer and volunteer only to park runner, and then you evolved again 
into ultra runner, or where did it go? how did you evolve from park runner to going beyond park run? Um, basically, uh, I think um, uh, the good thing about park run is when you visit a park run and you, you uh, if you're naturally chatty like like I am, you get to know the other run directors, you get to know the volunteers, and you ask, and everyone talks about exercise and sort of running. And I got to find out about um, Mount Misery trail run. So the first trail run I actually did was Mount Misery, which was a bit unfortunate because it's one of the toughest trail runs to actually yeah, do. Can, just, can you describe the Mount Misery course for people who are not familiar with it? Um, it's not named Mount Misery for nothing. Um, mm -hmm. If it was called Mount Pleasant or Mount Enjoyable, um, yeah, it, it might be easy to get into it. Mount Misery is probably one, it's, uh, one of the hilliest um, trail runs that uh, we've got here in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, there's normally three distances. Um, I went for the mid-distance, which yeah. was 15 kilometres. I remember one bit in the middle, there's a, a section in the middle called King and Queen of the Mountain and it is, um, you, you run down downhill through, uh, through woods and you have to cross a stream and then you're practically on your, on your knees as you cli <laughs> climb the mountain and it yes. was, it had been raining the night before though I'd done misery so I managed to crawl my way up with other runners and walkers and, and, and speedy trail runners and on the way back, it, on the way down that mountain it was, it was muddy so we were uh, slipping over, slipping, slipping on the mud and... Uh, ended up on your tailbone? Yeah, oh, yeah, I was, I, I, was, I was covered and uh, yes, I think I was, that was a, a four day recovery, I, I could barely walk the next day. Yeah, it was, uh, so you, you, went, you, you went right into it, you didn't ease in with a nice flat trail run you went into the steepest was it a bit of ignorance is bliss then it was a little bit of ignorance of bliss I, I i enjoy a challenge and i just thought wow mount misery trail running i mean uh, it's all right it's longer than 5k i thought how hard could it be um, so i threw myself into it and uh, i did Despite how tough it was, I really enjoyed it, and it's a nice. It's it's like completing a park run. Once you complete a trail run, you get a great feeling of uh, accomplishment once you've finished it. Yeah, absolutely. I um couldn't agree more. Uh, so after you did that first trail run, you were obviously hooked, and you were looking for the next thing. Yes, trail. Uh, I think misery was the first proper event. Yes, because misery was uh, the first time I got my. I think in those days, uh, first time I'd actually worn a race bib. I thought, wow, I'm wearing a race bib, but it's like being on the television sort of thing. <laughs> I wear a race bib with pins, and, and, and those particular days, it was ankle bracelets for your timing. Um, now, nowadays, all the timing chips are normally in the actual yeah, bibs themselves. Those ankle bracelets are quite uncomfortable. I remember one year I ran one with that on, and a bit of dirt or something got underneath it. Yes. And it rubbed, and by the finish, I was bleeding around the ankle. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I've seen some people. Yeah. I think I had, uh, for misery, I had tracksuit bottoms on, so I, had, I was lucky it didn't rub too bad, but I've seen yeah. some people with. Rubbed red wall with the ankle bracelet. So, yeah. So that that was uh, that was Mount Misery. But during that same year, I thought, well, if I can run a trail run, I I can run a half marathon. So yeah, um, I entered quite a few half marathons that year as well. I went for the Triple Crown. So that's um, the Greenbelt. Greenbelt, Clare first of all. Greenbelt, McLaren Vale. Yeah. Um, I thought Victor Harbour was doing a half marathon. I did Victor Harbour. Wow. Um, Bar Barossa, um, that was my, uh, that was one of my quickest runs actually, the Bar Barossa was, uh, was running as well, so I ran that. It's very um, flat isn't it? Very, very flat, great, yeah. um, great time. Uh, uh, Barossa was the first time I got under two hours for a half marathon, which I was really sort of pleased about. That's fantastic, and is breaking, breaking into a new realm is always exciting, like, it, uh, yes. and it's just a number, but it feels, that's what we aim for, we're all, we've all got that common goal of racing the clock 
Yes, you know? we have. I mean, it's certain things like I remember specifically certain times. I remember the first time I broke 30 minutes for a 5K. I remember the first time I broke 60 minutes for a 10K. And I remember the first time I broke two hours for a, a half marathon. Yeah. And you know, those things step in your mind because you think, wow, that's, you know, I'm almost like a proper runner, you know, I've almost got, I've almost <laughs> got everyone fooled that I can actually run, you know. Yeah, the big ruse. Yeah, yeah big ruse, yeah, yeah. And I'm, which yeah. I'm still actually pushing, actually. I've still got most people fooled that I can actually run. I think that you'll find that um, you are a runner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it happens. Yeah. I mean, and it is, it's all, and that's another thing. I know a lot of experience that people have with trail running, com the trail running community here is that it doesn't matter whether, a lot like the park run community, you finish first, you finish last, there's a real sense of camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I tend to find, I think, I, I don't know, I've got a real enjoyment and appreciation for trail runners because trail runners, even the, I, I've been on quite a few ultras now where I've been, I've started off on the early wave and I've had some of the, the speedy chaps like you, Daniel, pass me sort of like halfway through, you know, and eventually caught me up because I started an hour earlier and they're saying, cheers, how are you doing, how are you going, see you later and these trail runs are so friendly and it's not about the speed, it's about completing the event and enjoying the trail and, yeah. and, and, and you know, and that's quite different I find from the, maybe the road runners, maybe they're, they're a little bit more harsher for the mar half marathons and marathons. I think that with road running, people quite often get um, really locked into the splits, you know, and if someone's racing, you know, and they're trying to hold a particular pace, you know, they, they, they're just very serious, you know, and I mean, I've been there, and so if you're, run, if you're trying to run, you know, five minute Ks or something for X amount of distance, you, you're not going to um, have time to stop and chat, yes, and yeah. but whereas on a trail run, you could be running 10 minute k's or walking 10 minute k's up a hill and so it doesn't really matter if you have a chat on the way if yeah. you pass someone because you generally you can make it up a little bit on the downhills you know yes, oh yeah i mean I, i'm still uh, I, I still generally find myself walking up some of the steeples and trying to yeah. run the flats and the downhill sections oh here in the adelaide hills some of them the climbs are ridiculous you know like there's some huge climbs you know and so there's no there's no shame in walking up a hill. No, you know, no. It's learning how to survive the hill, more than anything. Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but um, no. So um, you mentioned uh, about photography, and before we go into more about your trail running, um, tell me about you as your life as a photographer, and and sort of I'm sort of interested to hear about like your about race photography because I, it's become a really big thing now every race you know if you don't have a photo it's almost like if you don't get a photo did it really happen yes it, exactly it's like, it's like Strava like, a bit know. like Strava yeah if it's not on Strava did it really happen yeah uh, I, I, I've just always loved taking photos um, yeah. I had a, a, an SLR camera oh 10 years ago so for, I mean photography is still a major, major love of mine um, so if I if I can't um, can't run for an event or I want to recover or take it easy I'm happy to take photos um, so race photography is a little different from normal photography. You've got to make sure you're on the TV, on the TV mode, um, um, shutter speed. And um, I've I've learned through running which photos that I enjoy. Um, so I, I've learned um, which photos I, I appreciate. I mean, it's nice to see. Um, it's always nice to see a photo when you're at a running event of you actually running. Yeah. I mean, I have seen some race photographers where the photographer is perched on top of a hill. Yeah. So, you know, by the time you get to a photographer there, you're barely walking, you're gasping, you know, you're practically 
coughing up a lung. Yeah, no one and, looks and good no, going up a hill. No one looks good up a hill. So if you want to be a race photographer, you want to be at the bottom of a, a hill and catch people actually running and looking like they're enjoying the event and, and going fast. Yeah, that's and, a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also nice to see. Um, I've seen some of the trail events where the photos have been of maybe on a road or something like that and but if you're doing a trail event and you want a trail photo it's nice to be on a nice part of the trail on a yeah. on a track with trees and woodland and uh, you know the nice greens and browns that we've got here in the trails absolutely no you raise a really good point like we the adelaide hills are uniquely beautiful and why not capture that oh and, yes uh, i mean I, I know as a runner what i like to see and i, I like to see those in in race photos so i mean i learned through parkrun um to take photos of runners and um, when you when you're doing it for 12 months you, you're doing it quite quite frequently and it was easy then to transition the that enjoyment of photography into taking pictures of trail runners and half yeah. runners yeah no i love it i remember the first time i got a, a decent race photo taken of me was um not like i don't i've only been in adelaide for five years and it was at the cleveland the 25k run the yeah. state trip not the 50 the one championships yeah and it was um and it was a great photo i actually forget who took it but I, i've used it as my profile picture on my distance runners unlimited page for years since and because it's just like I, I look strong I look like I'm running hard because I was running as hard as I could at the time yeah, you weren't climbing a hill at the time where you were running flat or downhill I, I, or? I, I think it was like a, a, a mile downhill yes yes so just a nice where enough speed. get a little bit of speed going and look like I'm really hammering along anyway so that photo I love I just I've always loved that photo of myself and it's a little bit narcissistic you know we're, we're human we're all narcissistic we all yeah. we all like a photo if we're at a running event we want a picture of ourselves running and look, making it look comfortable as yeah. if we you know we're, we're enjoying the run we're we're going quickly we're going fast so. so recently yeah you're right so recently a friend some friends of mine um, it was my birthday a few weeks ago and some, and some really good friends of mine they got that particular photo of mine and then they got it blown up on a canvas and they got it with um there's this company that will turn your photo into a motivational poster of wow. sorts and so the photo is is now it's probably like a meter by a meter and um and it's a it's got like a it's called 1000 word art and um or something like that um, and it's got um all these little tiny words the photo has been made up Digitalized, digitalized, yes. digitalized into like motivational running quotes wow and so it was like the most touching gift to uh, get oh, and, and it just and it, somebody got you nail on the head then with the with the gift for the yeah. for your birthday i'm gonna have to scan your facebook profile and have a it's, look at it yeah. I, I put it up on my instagram but i might share it to facebook as well yes but um yeah it just and and this just looks fantastic so yeah definitely check it out i'll um i'll i'll, I'll put it on facebook but yeah so um yeah, I, photography. I think photography. I mean, it, it's it's great for like parkrun um, because a lot of people, you know, don't believe they can actually run. And then you, if you take a good picture of someone at parkrun and they're, they're there running, they then they, they show the friends. They, this, yeah. this is what I did on Saturday. Yeah. All uh, oh, right, maybe a bit narcissistic, um, saying you know this is what I did Saturday morning. I ran five k, but people yeah. get a good feeling of seeing a, a parkrun photo of what they did on a Saturday morning. And it's funny because you you put it on the social media. There's two types of people. There's the people that roll their eyes at uh, at runners that are always sharing their stuff, on you know. But I, but us runners, we don't care. 
No, know? no. I, it's like, this is my life, it's my social media. I'll, I'll share my running photos. It's, no. it's positive. It, it, you know, you see, it's sort of basically an opportunity to see you as a human um, in your best form, you know what I mean? Like Ex Exactly, yes. I, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm probably very similar to you. My Facebook, uh, the images on my Facebook of things I love and enjoy. Yeah. And the um, events I go to that I love and enjoy. Yeah. So I mean, I'll go to a, a trail run and I'll I'll take numerous selfies. I'll take pictures of friends. And these are the people I enjoy the company of. You know, the people that I appreciate being around. The people who motivate me. You yeah. know, uh, motivate me to run. Motivate me to run quicker and um, you know, motivate me to wake up at stupid o'clock on a Sunday morning and, and go head for up a long run. And, and go for a, a 20k run. You know, yeah. up and down mountains. You know, so yeah. Um, so yeah, so moving on to um, like your ultras a bit with a bit more specific uh, information. So tell me about some of the ultras you've done. How many ultras have you done? Um, uh, I've done, I think last year I did two ultras. This year I've done so far four ultras with the goal this year to complete six ultras. Oh, so right. I've got two more to go this year to complete my goal. Okay, um, you've done well. You've got so. Done six ultras, as you say. Yes. In, and you've still got four months to complete the next two. So yes. What, so what are the uh, the next two ultras you're doing? The next two ultras I've got on my list are Eurobilla, yeah, um, Eurobilla 56, and then after that the uh, Heisen uh, 105. Right. You're gonna go back to 100k distance. Yes. I've not. I, in fact, that's really what that's um, that's an event I've been looking forward to having a hundred um, kilometer event under my belt. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the year I, I went to Hubert yes. and uh, I, I got as far as 85 kilometers with a, uh, with a running friend and we started getting dark night time and we, we lost our way to the next checkpoint so yes. we, we, we missed cutoff and so, I was utterly gutted about it. Uh, 85 clicks out of 100 kilometers. It's a event. long way. No, I, I, I know you've, um, I know a bit about that one for you. But tell me a little bit more about that experience. So it's up in the, so the Hubert 100. Yes. In the, up in um, Flinders Ranges. Oh yeah. Organised by Ultra Runners SA, which was uh, formerly Yamigo, um, uh, Ben Hawkins, um, and a number of brilliant volunteers, um, especially Michelle. Um, Susan Mich the first. Michelle Hanlon. Michelle Hanlon, yes, yeah, um, yeah she's a, a, a trail angel. Yeah. As well as um, she really is. As well as Susan, the first aid lady, who's utterly lovely as well. She's awesome, yeah. Yeah, she's great. She um, gave me batteries for my head torch one the, the previous year, uh, and it was the I, I gave her a hug. I was like, because it was getting dark and I had no batteries for my head torch, yes. and um, saved, I reckon it saved my life. <laughs> well, we we we. She she found us. Um, she found myself and uh, uh, Michael at uh, after we were lost at 85, and Michelle and uh, Susan found us. And I think Michelle gave us. We, we gave them a bit of a worry because we were running the 100k kilometer event, yeah. and we didn't have trackers yet. The 100 mile folks did have trackers. So once we'd realised we were completely lost, yeah. and we realised we weren't going to make the next checkpoint, it's like in the Flinders. Yeah, it's almost like survival skills cracking. You yeah. realise that you're in the middle of nowhere. You haven't got any phone reception. Yeah, it's um, a very, so very isolated part of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was getting dark. We, we still had water. We knew where the water aid station was. But to get back to the checkpoint we knew, we had to backtrack seven kilometres to yeah. hit, hit a road and then find our way to the road to a checkpoint. We and knew, you were fatigued. And we were fatigued. Yeah, we were, we were both a little tired. And um, yeah, so 
we found our way back and we, we saw a four-wheel drive on the horizon and uh, flashed the headlamps because we it was night time we were wearing lamps and they turned around and it was uh, it was Michelle and Susan so yeah and they had yeah. they had two more runners in the back of the car oh really who just missed cut off uh, at the, at the ne next to last checkpoint so did you um, do you feel that if you didn't get lost you could have finished definitely yeah yeah, yeah. I had 100k in my legs definitely yes oh you did so you weren't completely no broken. I was fatigued yeah. I wasn't broken I wasn't yeah. I wasn't wanting to sit down yeah I could I've had it in my legs yeah. I definitely could have done it now I did that race last year Oh, the, sorry, yeah, last year, and I, um, I didn't get lost. However, I could see how easy it was to get lost because I, um, I guess I came through a little bit earlier. Then, and I, I was able. I remember coming through a few sections, thinking I would not want to be coming through here in the dark. That was us yeah. coming through there in the dark. Yeah, and because in the dark there were some sections. I mean, I still ended up running probably the last twelve kilometers in the dark. Yes, and um. Which was not too bad, really. It's but not too bad because you're going back on yourself in those last, the last, yeah, uh, easy, last sections. The navigation was really easy. Yes. Once you get out of that creek bed, you know, there's that. Did you make it to the creek? No, yes, you did yeah. not. Uh, we we got to we got to. I think we missed out on checkpoint five, which was just it was over. It it was through a sort of creek area, uh, but the trails once you're in the Hewitt, the trails are different from the Adelaide Hills. Yeah. They're less worn. They're less worn out, and they're almost like. Very, you have to be, you know, a, quite a keen tracker to follow the trails. Yeah, I um, absolutely understand what you're saying. Are you going back there next year? Yes, yes. As long as uh, unfinished yeah, business, unfinished business, I, yeah. I'd love to do it. The, uh, the the volunteers, everyone, all the runners I ran with were really sort of uh, friendly. Yeah. Um, I know. I know a couple of the place getters. Uh, a shout out to Leon and Kate who got place. Who got places this year? In the, every, every, in the miler, in the hundred, in, in the hundred miler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, both incredible runners. So that was uh, quite impressive. And there was um, uh, trail running, such a friendly community. Once you get to chatting to people, everyone's really friendly. So you just you're cheering people on, even yeah. if you're not competing. Well, I remember when I did Hubert last year. I mean, you were there taking photos. It was at it was at the first checkpoint for me, and it was so. You, I don't know if you remember. You took just some, out, yes, just outside. I've just uh, gone uh, over the, the, yes, the St Mary's. Pit. Yeah, we were fresh. It was yeah. only 17 k's in, and yeah. it was a beautiful day. And like the conditions were perfect. Like it was cold in the morning, and it never really got hot. But um, yeah, I, that, that part, that race, and that part of the world has a real special place for me. And I would recommend anyone who's interested in wide open spaces and like ancient geo geological landscapes. Go and check it out. It's, oh, absolutely. And the community at the finish line, everyone's sitting around at the, yes. where the fire and like, it's just great. And oh, it, yeah. I mean, I, I went up the year before to volunteer because I, I try and um, scope out the events and um, yeah. I, I try and volunteer first event before I actually give it a, give it a go. Mm. But you sometimes find when you're volunteering, you get sort of like runner envy. You yeah. think, oh wow, you know, I'm, I'm volunteering here, this is great, but I almost wish I was running it sort of thing. So that was very much me when I was taking pictures of you yeah. running it through the previous year. I think, oh God, Daniel can do it. All right, he's a super runner. Oh, nah, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, say super. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a brilliant runner, but yeah, surely surely I can make it. You know, I, I can run it, I can run slow. So yeah, yeah. That, that, that was one of, the, um, one of the reasons I thought, yeah, I've got to give this, this, this a go. Yeah, well, next year, I mean, you're on the right track. You've been training well. I've watched you with your training. You're, you're doing... Um, doing everything right by the looks of it, keeping the legs going. Definitely. And so, and, and I think that I've been in your position. I, um, I've had DNFs and I, um, it's a horrible feeling and it really guts you. Oh, absolutely, but yes. But you've got to use it as uh, motivation 
to, for the next race to come back. Yes. And which is what I mean. I mean, I had DNF earlier this year. I did the on the track 50. I, it was very hot. Was, you know, 50 kilometers running around that track. Oh, that small track. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I um I did not enjoy that. I wasn't really in the mental frame of mind to um I didn't I underestimated it. You know, yeah. even though I've run much greater distances. I just wasn't mentally prepared for it, and it's such a big thing. I think physically I was fine, because I pulled up fine the next day. I pulled out at 35, because I, I just could not be bothered. Wow, yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's, I mean, that's all about mindset, really. I mean, it I, really is. I mean, I, I, I think once with runners, once you get, once you get the, physical, the physical basics sorted out, yeah. then it becomes sort of like 50-50 physical and mindset for certain runs. Yeah. Certainly, the endurance distance ones. Yeah. You've got to have your mind. You've got to mind completely into it. Yeah, I, I call it. Um, I like to keep myself. It's a term. I I think I coined it. I I, I try to be aggressively optimistic. Yes. So, I make a conscious decision to be optimistic, even yeah. when things are crap in a race. And the, the as, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time because sometimes I. I do mentally fall in that hole, yeah. that negative hole, like, oh, I can't do this, it's too hard, everything sucks, my, why am I running, you know, I should just take up darts or something, <laughs> but um, I, um, the, the races where I keep my, my mind on the game, I have great runs, Hubert yeah. was like that, Buffalo was like that for me. I've had a few other good ones. Oh, Eurobilla. Yeah, you, uh, you've been, you've been doing so many more events than, than I've done. So I look at the races you've done. I mean, I look at Ultra Trails Australia, and I've yeah. seen all the pictures. And I used to live in Sydney before I was naturally a runner, and I've been through the Blue Mountains. It looks absolutely beautiful. So yeah. I, I watch with green, envious eyes all these entrances to the UTA. Do you, is that something you'd like to do in the future? Yes. yes yeah. Yeah. The, do the big one with the hundred. What, what if if I can do the hundred for the the Heisen one hundred and five? If I can yeah. do that, then yes, that's yeah. uh, I'm, on that's the list. On the list because I I've only left the states um, to run. Uh, I've, I've run a half marathon in the UK, which was a road race. Uh, that was Manchester, right? I did uh, Wonderland uh, last year in Halls Gap. Yeah, beautiful part of the world. Which I'm going to do again this year. That's that's yeah. coming up as well. So uh, oh, great. So that's a that's that's a great run. If any, uh, yeah. it's a 20 <laughs> option and a 36 option. Yes, it's not real long, but it's good. Like not a long event. No, but, but it's so, so pitch, picturesque. You're going through. Uh, it's technical. You're going through rocky areas. Is there it's a lot like, of elevation? There's a lot of elevation, there's even steel ladders you have to climb up and there is a little bit oh, cool. of That's queuing fun. at the start, but you're yeah. running through like the Lost Valley of Dinosaurs, Lost Valley of Guanji. There's little areas where you're running through rocks and then you're going up, up to the top of the, the peak, you've got m excellent views over, over Holt Gap. Oh, wow. uh, then you're running down through uh, little woodland areas, down to dams and through little villages. It's so pretty, it's really nice. We um. I'm, I am envious. That's that's definitely one I'd like to do. When I was driving to Bright to do Buffalo this year with my family, I was driving over and and the turn off to the Halls Gap was right there. Yes. And I thought there, I I really we if we had more time, we were going to do a little deviation and go and check out the area. But um, you know, with three little kids in the back of the car, oh, it got yeah. a bit hard. But the the drive to Bright was satisfying enough. Um, but no, that's that's excellent. Um, so yeah. I'm just going to ask you, I want to ask you a little about, so how many ultras have you done in total? Two last year, so I've done eight. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, sorry, I've done six so far, I've got two more, two more planned. Yeah, so out of all the, the big races you've done, what is your, well, your worst race 
would, would you say your worst race was Hubert? Yes, because mm. I didn't complete it. it yeah. I, I love the race, uh, but the fact that at the end of the event, I'm seeing all my friends with these lovely little wooden medals and knowing yeah. that I'd not earned a wooden medal. Yeah. And, and it's almost a bit of a kicker because you've got friends who've done the 50 events and they've, and got, they've, a medal. they've got wooden medals. And I'm, I did 85 clicks and I haven't got a wooden medal. And all right, it's not about the bling, it's just about having, uh, having there's the nothing wrong. I think there's nothing wrong with wanting the bling. Oh, yes. You know? It's wanting the fact that you've, cut, you've entered something, you've completed yeah. it. And I felt, I felt really a little disappointed in myself. Yeah. I, all, my, all my running friends said, look, you know, it happens. You, you got lost. You missed the marker. It's nothing to be uh, nothing to be ashamed of. But it's yeah, I'd say that was probably the the, the worst. Yeah, um, fair enough. And um, but you pulled yourself out of it. You pulled your socks up, and you're and you you're, you're using it as motivation. That's great. How about your best race? What's your best race? Oh, so the best far? race. Um, oh, that's difficult to say. The best ultra ultra event. Best ultra. Yeah. I mean, my the first ultra I did was Cleveland fifty. Last year? Last year, yes. Yeah. I also ran it this year. I think that might have been my most favourite event. Is it uh, because it was you, uh, you lost your ultra virginity? Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Pop the, the ultra 50 cherry sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it, was, uh, it was, that was my, I think that was, that was a great event, knowing that I can run 50, I can run walk 50 kilometres. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm, that's uh, a tough race. I mean, the elevation in that is greater oh, than the Urubilla, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the Pangana section is, is horrific. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it gets up to about almost 40% of, of um, a 40% gradient for close to a kilometre or more than a kilometre. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. When you're running down towards Pangana, there's all these, um, you know, all these sort of super runners who are running back up the hill and they've got four kilometres to go to the finish. Oh. And you know you've got, a, you've got an 8K loop after you've climbed Pangana before you get to the finish. So you see, I, but it's, everyone's so sort of friendly in the ultra running. They're all my... All the all the runners, you know, the high fives. How are you doing? You know, good 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 luck on the next section. So that was that was really good. But I love Cleveland 50. I I love Eurobilla. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, Eurobilla is another great one. Got a great uh, community feel. I uh, I'm not up I'm up in the air about whether I'll do that again this year. I mean, I've done it. Th I've done Eurobilla three times myself, and I do want to do it again. But I just don't know if I'm right. Uh, Re like ready because when you start doing the same event more than once yes. you want to hit a PB yes you yeah, know yeah. and so I'm not, I don't know if I'm in PB shape right now but um so but I'm, I am looking ahead to possibly doing the Heisen 105 this year oh well I'll yeah. see, see you then and you'll yeah. probably you'll probably be streaming past me at a certain see, stage I've, I've had a love-hate relationship with that race every year because I've actually entered it three times and I've only completed it once. Wow! Yeah, I know. Yeah, dark, that's, that's, deep dark secrets. That uh, scares, scares the bejesus out of me, knowing, knowing that I'm going to be entering it this year. So. No, no. But you're in a good. I, I think I, the first time I entered it, it was a very hot year, and I was, and I was very inexperienced at the time. I'd only completed one ultra prior to that, and um, I did not. I did not give it the, the, the distance, the respect yeah, the, it deserved. deserved yeah. I didn't know about enough about nutrition. I didn't know anything about how to hydrate properly. Um, so I, I made it to about 60 k's, or just after checkpoint three, and I, I was I was cooked. I lay wow. I lay down on the side of the road and waited for someone. Oh, there was a guy there came and helped me, but um, and then a year later, so that was really disappointing. I hated. I was so dis I was like, I'm never doing that again. And then, sure enough, twelve months later, I was standing at the start line yeah, again. Yeah, you you find that. Yeah. yeah, but I finished it the second year. I was determined, and and um, 
so I, I kept it was a good that was a, probably one of my better races in terms of you know stuck to a meal plan I drank enough and I stayed positive you know for me they're the three big things yeah yeah, yeah. and then a year later again I think I I um, I think so that year I did it in 16 hours which wow. was not it's a respectable time but I, I probably could could have gone quicker then but I just wanted to get it finished as opposed to I wasn't out to break any records right. um, but I'm still happy with that time the following year I was like right going for time running gonna run for time the week leading up I had a cold oh, yeah. um, then it was a, a really wet year it was the track was very muddy yeah, yeah and um, it, it was a freezing year and from the first checkpoint from the very first checkpoint, I wanted to drop out. Yeah, oh so, wow. And so, and I pushed on to checkpoint four. So I made it to 77 kilometers. Just did not feel good the whole yeah. way. And so, and then sat down at checkpoint four and didn't get back up. Oh, that's, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It, is, it, it is, it is um, a bit, it makes you feel like crap. But at the same time, I've learnt I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't DNF lightly. Like, yeah. I only DNF if I think, is this going to ruin me for the next six months? You yeah. know, if I keep going, I just, you know, it was just, I didn't have another twenty odd kilometers in my legs, yeah. so I, um, I stopped. I've also learned that when I DNF, it's like a band aid. What yeah. once it's done, just I let it go. Yeah. You know, I just rip it off, forget about it. Time to move on, and. I know a lot of people can really beat themselves up about a DNF, which I mean I did my first time. I think overall I've DNF'd in three ultras and you know a very small percentage of the population even attempts an ultra. So there's some there's a lot to be proud of. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've thrown myself in. I I had a I had a friend who um DNF to as well and he he put DNF on his Facebook profile page. I thought, wow, that's hitting yourself really hard, you know. Yes, you met Michael? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm actually training Michael now. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, so, yeah. Michael was. was uh, he was. Uh, Michael was my running. My running partner when we were lost in the Hubert. In the wilderness. In the wilderness, we yeah. were trying to decide who, which one of us we'd eat. Should, yeah. we, should we get lost in the yeah. wild? Well, you're, you're very little now. I'm so very you, little, yes, we have to eat, I'd have to eat him, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Fight to the death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a rock. See, you know. <laughs> but uh, going back to the highs of 105, it's, uh, yeah. um, I, um, I buddy ran the last 30 kilometres last year with uh, Lena. Yeah. So I, I know what that last 30k is like, so I That's think good. I've, got, I've yeah. got an advance notice of that going through the Kaipog section in the dark. So. And so you did that in the dark with her? Yes. Yeah. yeah she, she, How was that experience it, with, it, with her? It was great. It was yeah. really fun because I, my legs were ultimately fresh. And yeah. she got 70 kilometers on legs. And, um, yeah. yeah and, and she was in a bit of pain, but we, we talked about everything. So, yeah, that's uh, great. And, you know, I, my goal was to just get a mind off the pain. And yeah, I think run. you'd be a great buddy runner because oh, you can... I'd chat, chat, chat. Um, yeah. I've had, um, yeah, quite often with a buddy runner, you, you want them to talk at you. Because oh. sometimes when you're fatigued, you don't have a lot to say, no. but you want the distraction. Exactly, yeah, yeah. and that's what I. Uh, yeah. that's, that's what that's what we did. I mean, I tried to run ahead of Lena, and um, the section she wanted to run, we ran. I just kept a little ahead of her, and the sections she wanted to walk, we walked. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking most of the way. 
Yeah. And, uh, and it was interesting. I've never run the dart before, so I was new with the headlamp and listening to, listening to the noises in the bushes and stuff, you know. Wor worried about being out in the countryside for banjo music and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, didn't see the Blair Witch by any No, chance. no, didn't yeah. see that, you know. We, but we heard various noises in the bushes, sort of thing, so that was a little scary. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you lined up a buddy runner for yourself this year? Um, I think I've, I've got a couple of people in mind. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Matthew, said he might be able to buddy run for me. Yeah. But he, I know he's had a couple of ankle issues, so I'm not sure. So I'm still. Yeah. You don't want to have to carry him. No, 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 <laughs> not after 70Ks or however many no. you know. About. Um, um, so yeah, yeah I, and there's a couple of first timers doing the, the ISO 105 as well. So yeah. I, I might catch up with them and see how they're going. But uh, I, I, it's a very, when you're running, um, say, a distance like that for the first time, you don't want to slow anyone down or you don't want to speed, you don't want to speed yeah. people up. So it might be a very um, solo race for me until I get to the point where I need a a buddy runner for the end for the, the end the good thing is with that race you, you're allowed to have a buddy runner from the third checkpoint right if you want one yeah um so last year i was buddy runner because for one of the guys that i coached yeah, i remember yeah, Deej, you were, yeah yes yes jamison yeah. and um Deej had a fantastic run that year last year he's awfully quick he's Deej. he is he's he, we sprinted past me the, i think he was on the federation. Fed 50, federation 50 yeah, yeah he, fed, uh, he finished on the podium he's, yeah. he's in good form at the moment he's training really well and um you know, he's only fifty something years young. You oh know? yeah, yes, he's yeah, he's he's fifties the new twenty. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm in my I'm in my fifties now, so uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, uh, it's amazing how many other runners. Uh, you look at some of the runners like uh, I was running with David Close today. Yeah, and and, and David's um, got a few years under his belt. I run with uh, Ollie. Um, Ollie, quite, uh, oh, he's amazing. Uh, 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 absolutely amazing. Yeah. Ollie, he, um. Oh, How old is he? 16? Uh, he's, he, he's up there. He's yeah. up there, yes. Uh, he's so fast. And he's so quick, yeah. yeah. And he makes it look so easy as well. So I look at some of these runners and think, wow, you know, I've, I've, I've still got quite a few years left left in me, I, I hope, you know, that uh, Absolutely I can, I can you gain do. speed and uh, I can get quicker. All the evidence, all the scientific evidence is basically use it or lose it. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. And I intend to try and, uh, you know, use it as much as I can. And the... Um, you know, things like osteoporosis that affect us when we get older, running is actually will help keep that at bay because it's the um, you need that loading and that impact on your on your bones and that those small those impacts will help keep the bones stronger. Yeah. You yeah. know, and otherwise you get brittle. If you sit around all day getting fat and doing nothing, and your bones are not gonna get that the loading that running gives you and I mean all the other benefits you oh, know for cardiovascular and heart health you know um, and yeah you, you literally do have to use it or lose it and it's so good to see people there's such a I mean, I'm 39 and I feel like sometimes you know I've been running most of my life but I'm on the younger end younger end of the spectrum yeah you know which is amazing it just gives me makes me excited to know i've probably got another 10 or 15 really good years absolutely of racing in me and um i'd like to think my best ultras are in front of me and i reckon yours probably are too geez i, I hope so i mean yeah. I've, every run every single run i've done i've always felt better after it after it you always the endorphins going through your body yeah man. You, you just feel better after the run and it doesn't matter if it's a 5k run or a, a 50k ultra you just feel a lot a lot better it's good um Mental health benefits are amazing too, oh, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah, mm. yeah. The positives you, you feel. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. I, I really appreciate that with uh, what what running's given me there. So you know, that's, that's really great. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of that, your uh, your training. I know that on Wednesdays, I know you've been doing training pretty consistently. But one of the things I see you do a lot of is you're training with Annie Braddon. Yeah, uh, yeah Annie's, Annie's amazing. She's a, an, a, an incredible runner. She's she's so quick. Uh, she's heading to Berlin this year. Um, she did Boston, uh, Boston as, as well, but uh, yeah, she just devotes so much of her time to training. To, uh, you know, uh, uh, she's so giving. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, three sort of Wednesday sessions at uh, five five thirty a.m. on the Uni Loop. A bit of advertising for her. But yeah. uh, there's such a broad range of runners, you know. There, we've got um, like um, Leon and Kate, sort of the who I know from Hubert. Uh, they yeah. run regularly on on Wednesdays, and there's there's people who do park run. There's uh, uh, there's so many friendly people out on a Wednesday morning. So you've got like both ends of the spectrum in terms of distance running. Yes. Ultra runners down, yeah. Down to sort of the people who are fairly new to new to running. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think those early starts. I have been to a couple of those sessions, but not as many as I like because. Yeah, I, I remember know. you were exceedingly fast when you came to one of the sessions. Uh, uh, yeah. There wasn't many of the chaps who could actually stay with you on that session. Oh, for a bit, you know. But I mean, at the, at the speed's not. I've had, you know, like everyone, I have to work at speed. I, um, I've got, I've got little legs. I've got like, um, I feel like they're disproportionately short compared to the rest of my body. And I'm not a very big guy to begin with, so I have to really work hard at getting the speed going. But um, yeah, like, so doing the speed work, what, have you, how much would you say that's helped your ultra running? Because a um, lot of people don't really see the connection between the two. I, I tend, I tend to think the speed work. Uh, I think speed work and endurance work. Uh, it's like a almost like a, tri a, a triangle. The, you, the, if you can maintain speed for 5k, I mean a lot of people use the Wednesday sessions for 5k for for, for the parkrun 5k. Yeah. And I've, I've, I, I've, I certainly credit Annie as knocking my um, parkrun times. Um, taking a few minutes off my partner time, doing the speed work on a on a Wednesday morning. Now, how that's affected me on distance work, it's uh, it's probably helped me out as well on the on the long trails as well. If you can maintain a, a, a sub five minute kilometres on a five k run, then when you drop down to six minute kilometres, six minute fifteen, six minute thirty. It feels a lot easier. It feels a lot simpler. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, I mean, all sorts of. I think all the different running you do, um, help. Um, you, if you do a lot of endurance trail runs, then your five k's become easier. If you if you concentrate on speed work, um, then your your uh, your endurance long runs become easier. I think that I think it's it's great to mix up the running types, uh, endurance and speed. And they all benefit each other. I mean, that's my, my belief. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree with you more. I, it seems like you've learned a lot about training just through your journey. And what started out as being a race photographer at Parkrun, being overweight, and now you 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 know training with people, other runners. You you know a lot about. Oh, training I, well, yeah. I, I find because I try and surround myself with sort of positive runners. And trail runners, they're normally really sort of happy, positive people. I remember my first training session with uh, you, Daniel. Uh, I think we were doing hills, uh, Amber's, Amber's Gully. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's the first time I think I met, met yourself. Uh, hills will be your friend, you said. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, they, they weren't my friend for quite a while. In fact, they're probably still not my friend, Hills, but uh, I certainly give them a good, uh, give them a good go. 
Yeah, no, I remember that. That was in um, preparation for the um, the national yes. mountain running championships. Um, Umbers, yeah. Umbers Ridge. Yeah, that was a pretty grueling little course. Oh, my calves felt that the next yeah. day. I was, was in, yeah. 13 kilometres with 800 metres elevation. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I tell you what, it was just go as hard as you can for, you know, some really good really good runners that went off to the world there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think David Close had modelled the course from uh, one of the Austrian or European yeah. circuit and he modelled the elevation to match it and, yeah. uh, and the distance so it all sort of was similar to the European course. It was good because it was a loop course. It, it was a two looper. So we did the you get two a spectator input, you know. Like, yes. I thought that was really a, a good aspect. It's a shame it wasn't here this year. So hopefully it can, comes back to Adelaide because I think we've definitely got plenty of places that it could happen oh you know? definitely yeah and we've but, got we've got a lot of companies who can put that sort of event on and, and uh, have the knowledge yeah um no trail running in south australia is so well supported now and i think well, I, I say this all the time i don't see there's no other city in australia that has such a good proximity to the mountains to the to runnable trails you can be sitting in the in the middle of the cbd in adelaide and you can be on the trails within 20 minutes, you know, realistically. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are so we are so fortunate, really. Yeah. yeah. I, my local routes um, is, is 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 nearby. Is nearby. It's. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I, um, I mean, I run at Cleveland quite often uh, when I can. Uh, Newman's Nursery, the Anstey's Hill. I run there quite a lot. Yeah, it's really nice around there, isn't it? Oh, yes. I don't run there very often, but I love it. Yeah. I went up a Torture Hill track a couple of times the other day just to try and get some sort of like a running elevation in my legs, oh. and uh, it's not named Torture Hill track for nothing. That's, exactly. Uh, yeah. All you need is someone there whipping you. Oh, you know? yes, yes. It's, it is like torture. I've I've um, given that one a go a few times, and yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but um, no, it's a it's a very different. And like your Anstey's, which is a has a really different feel to like Black Hill, yes. which then has a very different feel to say Morialta. Like they've all got their own little bit of character. Yes. Each, and then um, you go over to into Cleveland, and that's just you know oodles of trails through Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. And then over to Bel Air. Ah, oh, it's great. And I'm still discovering trails all the time. You know, like, and I've done a lot of the trails. And like, I, I've done Urubilla in training multiple times and I've done the, the race three times, which Urubilla is sort of like, I see it as like the spine of the Adelaide Hills trails. There's yes. so much stuff sort of feeds off of Urubilla. You know, so like you've got the Heisen Trail sort of meets up with it in sections and there's lots of loops here and there that sort of all, they all sort of, it's like the main artery, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's a nice trail, Eurovilla. And, and you've got almost like, like the opposite run, the, the new run, Five Peaks, yeah. which, which came out this year, which, uh, which was a lot of fun. Which, yeah. uh, the weather wasn't too pleasant on the day. Pretty but, wild, uh, eh? Oh, absolutely. I think I remember being almost blown off a few of the peaks as I was running across them, but that was a, a beautiful run as well. Yeah, no, that's a great initiative. And uh, yeah, and it just it's funny going the other direction changes the character of the course. Yes. Yeah. Really cool. Um, no, that's very good. So, yeah, what we might do now is I might um, take you into the Fast Five. So this is a new thing I'm going to be doing on my podcast. I'm going to ask the, these five que or five questions to everyone that comes on. And you've got to answer them without too much thought. That should be quick answers, okay? Does that sound, sound doable? Okay, all right. Are you afraid? Yes, I'm very nervous, very afraid. I'll let you know if you pass or fail. Okay. Okay. 
So question one. So what is your favourite running film? Forrest Gump. <laughs> Good answer. Question two. This might be a no-brainer given our conversation. Roads or trails? Trails, undoubtedly. Yep. Excellent. Question three. It's not a question, but I want you to finish this sentence. Running gives me... Pleasure. Excellent. Number four. What is your bucket list race? Oh, bucket list race. I think we talked about uh, uh, maybe the, the, the um, Sydney one, the UTA. UTA, yes. 100K. Yeah, UTA, 100K. I used to live in Sydney. I wasn't a runner then. I regret the fact that when I lived in Sydney, I hadn't discovered trail running or running. Brilliant. No, beautiful. And number five, what is your favourite post-race treat? So it can be food, drink, Eating, eating. Eating all the food? Eating everything, yes. Yeah. I even, even, um, even snacks. Even going for something like a, a KFC, which I hate myself for doing, but going for some like really horrible takeaway food, with, and I think KFC is the unhealthiest. But after a trail run, you can eat everything. Yeah, absolutely. In in, in fact, sorry, I, 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 on trails, I sometimes struggle to eat on a on nutrition. I yeah. struggle to eat on an event, and uh, I think on the Huber, I think I dropped about three and a half kilos. Oh wow! Yeah, because I try and eat, but I, I struggle. It just doesn't want to yeah. stay down. So it's definitely a skill. Yes. And so it, yeah. so I find myself having to sort of like try and bulk up a little after the event. Yeah. Oh, good for you. That's awesome, Gary. You um you pass. Oh, thank you. you Thanks, Daniel. Cheers. You get a pass. Um, I'll, um, yeah, so we might leave it there. It's been a real pleasure to have, have a chat. And um, I'll definitely have to get you back in again after you, maybe after your next ultra or down the path of it, if you're willing. Well, yeah, next, yeah. Uh, next ultra for me is the, um, will be the, eight, the Hyson 105. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, have we got one before that? Um, I've got two more on my list. Um, what is it? Yeah, they've got the Heisen 105 in October. Um, yes. So Eurobilla. Eurobilla, of course. Yeah. Eurobilla, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. So. Are you running at Kaipo this weekend? Yes, I am. You are? Mid-distance, mid because oh. la last week was the Cleveland 50, and I yeah. was worried how my legs would be, so, uh, so I'll be seeing a lot of friends at Kaipo. That's very wise, I think, Gary. That, yes, I am. Running, because I think... Yeah, it's very easy to do too much. Oh, absolutely. You can yeah. think, oh, yeah, I've done a, an ultra. I'll go for the top distance. But I, I mean, uh, 16K, 16K on a Sunday will be, will be good. Yeah. All right, Gary, thank you so much for your time. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Daniel. Cheers, mate. Do you enjoy good quality, freshly roasted coffee beans? Well, you'll love roasted on coffee. Every bag of roasted on coffee is perfectly roasted right before delivery, so it gets to you fresh. Head to roastedon.com.au and check out their subscription service for fresh coffee and granola delivered directly to your door every month so you never have to run out of coffee again. Roasted on. If you're enjoying the Trail Runners experience, I would love it if you could share this episode with your friends on Facebook. Just remember, sharing is caring.